See, I was in a good mood, and you just had to bust out the pizza just to rub it in my face. Uh, since he's not going to do it, I'm going to do it. Welcome to Best of Five, your weekly FGC talk show. I am Ace King Offsuit. I'm the one willing to do the work, apparently, of hosting this show. I'm not sitting back and chomping on pizza while, you know, we're supposed to be doing things. Over there is Elon, who is not doing the work. He's chopping on pizza. Are you are you, are you done? Mm-hmm. Chew, chew, swallow. Don't choke. Don't choke. I took a big bite. Did that pizza taste good? Mm-hmm. It was, was stuffed that the crust. Pizza? Is that the pizza I bought you? Mm-hmm. I'm so pissed. I am. I, I am. I am heated by this. I am slightly heated by this. And and you bust out the Mountain Dew. See, I don't usually like Mountain Dew. I hate Mountain Dew. However, uh, I got like the the strawberry lemonade Mountain Dew, and it's actually pretty okay. I'm a fan. I I would not. That does not sound appealing to me in the slightest. Not in the slightest. Word. Well, you know what? Don't knock it till you try it, Steve. Welcome to Best of Five, your weekly FGC talk show where Steve and I do pizza bets and Steve loses because I know everything. Do not know everything. Uh, I proved you wrong last got this week, lucky. didn't I? You got lucky. Lucky. Right. Okay, okay. Tonight on the show, we're going to talk about the weekend recap. We're going to talk about the Evo 2022 lineup. Thank you to everybody who joined us, by the way. We had a lot of fun. Even we though did. we were Even there, though for, that ran late, <laughs> we as... were there for about three hours longer than I thought we were going to be. <laughs> I thought this was just going to be, you know, like a nice thirty-minute jaunt through the game list. No, no, nope. it was this... a four-hour ordeal. <laughs> it wasn't quite that long. It just felt like it because it was because that was I had to be up at or I was up at four a.m. for work that day and I was really feeling it at the end but you know we, but it's okay we'll be talking about that Alon is going to be disc, he, he's discovered something I legitimately have no idea what he's going to be searching for today oh we're not searching, but, searching for nothing Steve we found it we found it Steve. okay we found it. Okay. It's it, Steve. We're also <laughs> going to be talking about the Smash World Tour. They announced their de- their uh, the details of the 2022 circuit yesterday. Uh, and there were a couple of FGC things to pull from the state of play. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we'll be diving into that. But first... Before we do all that, Steve... There's something we got to do. Hit us with the weekly recap. Oh, we had ourselves a weekend of action. Beyond the announcements, we have uh, the finals of the Arc Revo EMEA circuit. And that was won in dominant fashion by Latif, dropping just one game 
in the final uh, stages of the tournament. Knocking off skill in the grand final. Uh, Uriel Legion representing Spain, uh, rounding out the podium there. But Latif staking claim to perhaps being the best player in Europe in Strive. Uh, we'll see how it goes. How it goes when he faces Hotashi at Evo in that money match. Uh, kicking things over to Smash. Ultimate Summit Four took place over the weekend, and it was a Mexican player who brought it home, but maybe not the Mexican player everyone expected. Spargo getting the win over Light in the grand final to take home the grand prize, which is around forty-seven thousand dollars. Uh, Light representing the USA in second. Proto Bonham coming all the way over from Japan, rounding out the top three. MK Leo missing the podium. It's the first time he has not made grand finals of a summit event. Uh, kicking it over to Vortex Gallery. Uh, their winter guidance series uh, was in their second week. It was all about Melty Blood type Lumina. And you see the winners there. Hunks got the win uh, in Southeast Asia. Black Bass and Red Hydra in South America General and Brazil, respectively. Zygarde, your European champion. And Lunar getting the win in North America. We also had the finals of the Skullgirls Championship Series. Uh, this was the end of a season of Skullgirls action, and it ended in a top three. You, couple of familiar faces, one very new face, and that new face is the face that runs the place. Triviality, knocking off the EG demons of Sonic Fox and to Kill Sage uh, to take top honors. He is your Skullgirls Championship Series champion. PME Cloud, Hydra, Cat Pie, and Swift Fox Dash rounding out the top eight. Also want to take a quick look at Winter Showdown 8 because, my goodness, what a weekend for Chris G. Uh, he won five tournaments at this event, including uh, King of Fighters and Gear Guilty Gear Strive. Uh, also took home titles in Super Turbo, DBFZ, and Street Fighter 3 Third Strike, uh, the latter of which qualified him for the Jazzy Circuit Finale. So he's got something to look forward to at the end of the year. Uh, taking a look forward to this coming week, uh, got a couple of events to keep your eye on. Collision 2022, if you're in the mood for Smash, that kicks off Saturday at 9 a.m., uh, you've also got some uh, King of Fighters action to look forward to as the final week of Vortex Guide, uh, Gallery Winter Gaiden takes place across all five regions. You see the streams there. And then on Thursday, before we go on the air, uh, you'll see some doubles action for Virtuosity Smash Open, which will be the first Smash World Tour event of 2022 and that is your weekend recap thanks steve that was a hell of a recap
do do we like those the little change to the graphics? I I, I like it. I might tweak it a little. Damn it! No, no, no more pizza. We actually have to talk on this show. We have to communicate. We have to have a conversation, and it's it's tough for me to have a conversation with myself. I do it, but it's tough. Let's talk about this Evo twenty twenty two lineup, shall we? We shall. First, before we even talk about anything else, let's resolve the bets, shall we? We have to resolve the bets, Steve, because it's not only about you and I. It's about the chat and everybody else who submitted a vote. So here are, let's settle ours first. Do we want to take, yeah. Here are the picks that we had. Start with mine. Start with mine. Had these picks. Blaze Blue Cross Tag, Dragon Ball Fighters, Grand Blue Versus, Guilty Gear Strive, King of Fighters 15, Melty Blood Type Lumina, Champion uh, Street Fighter 5, Champion Edition, Tekken 7, and Under Night in Birth, Uniclear. And my picks were Dragon Ball Fighters, Grand Blue Versus, Guilty Gear, King of Fighters, Melty Blood, Mortal Kombat 11, Skullgirls, Champion Edition, and Tekken 7. Now, who got it right? Let's switch the graphic over to the actual Evo lineup. Oh, wait. We're already here. Because somebody got it 100% right. And that somebody was me. I was writing the show as it happened. You heard it. You were there. So. We, ha- we actually have a graphic. If you want, I forgot to it download over. it because we didn't need it. Or do we need it? Is it different than what <laughs> is on it the screen? Is not, it is not different from what was on the screen but yes much to my dismay in terms of prediction but much to my delight in terms of game lineup uh the nine games that Elon predicted are the nine games that we will be seeing at evo 2020 on the main stage um what were your thoughts about the game list overall. Let's start there. This stuffed crust cheese pizza is pretty good. Did I ask you about the stuffed crust pizza? It's tangential. Anyway. I'm talking with my mouth full. I apologize. Thoughts on the lineup. First of all, um, it's a, I think I said this at the end of our broadcast on Tuesday when we were watching the Evo reveal. I think this is quite possibly like the first time that I've seen so many 3v3 team games in one Evo lineup. We have Skullgirls, Dragon Ball Fighters, and KOF. <laughs> All 3v3 team fighters. Uh, which is very interesting. And it's also like a very diverse Evo, right? There's a lot of anime games or whatever, but... Uh, and there's, I think, what, two Arxis games? Three Arxis games, if you count Dragon Ball Fighters. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I'm i pretty happy with the lineup, to be honest. I think it's as diverse as it could be with what we have, right? Like, and at the end of the day, it sucks that we can't make everybody happy, right? Uh, I'm sure, like, they wanted to have, like, a 12 to 15 game Sunday finals 
Uh, but, you know, I think for picking what the lineup is for 2022 and what games are being played, I think this is the most fair one. My biggest surprise, honestly, is Grand Blue. Uh, I know Grand Blue has been, like, there's a very loyal following for Grand Blue, and it was the game that never was because of the pandemic, right? Uh, but the fact that there are people that are super passionate about it and still playing it, and the fact that it's coming up in Evo, I think shows that, you know, the even with the subpar netcode, people love a game. They play it. Yeah, I think given the constraint of nine games and no smash titles, it, it's it is a very varied lineup. Um, obviously, I think some people would love to thought there would be a platform fighter there. You know, if not Smash, then maybe Nick All Stars, maybe um, Brawlhalla or Rivals. Um, so I, I I think that would be nice just from a representation standpoint to see. But obviously, I don't really have any qualms with with the games that are included. Um, I do feel a little bit sad for the Blaze Blue scene mm-hmm. because the addition of rollback has really sparked a sort of renaissance, especially in Central Fiction right yeah. now, as we wait for that to be added to BB Tag. Um, I, I really thought that we were going to see Blaze Blue in there. Yep, I kind of did too, to be honest. And, you know, I, I would love to see those decisions be rewarded by... Now, granted, it's going to have a presence at EVO. Um, we haven't heard anything about Vortex Gallery's plans, the organization formerly known as Anime EVO. But you gotta believe someone's gonna be running a side tournament for Central Fiction and BB Tag, and they're gonna do numbers there because there's a lot of people who are enjoying that game again, or even enjoying that game for the first time now. Um, yeah, very true. So that's gonna be fun. Um, can we just? I just want to say a prayer right now, a non-denominational prayer. Uh that the fighting game gods please bless Skullgirls and please bless this event so that nothing happens to deter it from actually being part of Evo finally. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna mention and you mentioned this too. It's like every time or like when Skullgirls was set to be at Evo, Evo got cancelled because of outside circumstances because of the Evo leadership at the time uh and then they managed to finally be able to do evo online in 2021 where people participated and had a blast so let's hope that nothing happens and we'll all be having fun in las vegas come august i am so did can you play the clip of us from tuesday when they actually announced that final game sure i have it here (laughs) <laughs> the Markman O, <laughs> the Markman O face, the Markman O face, Steve. Oh, so it is nine. Final. This was. It's Skullgirls. It's Skullgirls. Give me the perfect. It's Skullgirls. My voice cracked about three times. Oh my God, Steve. It's 
I write the show as it happens. That was legit. I write the show I, as it happens, Steve. I am so happy. I am so, so happy that Skullgirls is finally going to get a chance to be in the spotlight. This this game is so good. Mm-hmm. It really is. Yep. Um, if you get a chance to see... And we'll talk about this uh, more when we talk about the the reveal show itself, but mm-hmm. just watching this game, seeing how many people just enjoy it, and even when they lose, there's just big smiles on their faces because they love this game. The people that love this game really love this game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it shows. That's it, the exciting really part, man. And, yeah. and I mean, not to, not to say that other games that people who play those games don't love those games too. I'm not trying to say that at all, but man, I am just so happy to see, even if it's just one year, one time, Skullgirls can write on the stage, I was here. Uh, what was it? I saw somebody tweet this out that in 2012, Skullgirls got bumped for Melee. In 2022, yeah. In 2022, Melee got bumped for Skullgirls. Yeah, if you remember the uh, donation drive, it was Mm -hmm. those two games that came right down to the wire, and then Super Turbo was in the mix, and then some shadiness happened with Super Turbo, and it took it out. I really want to see a 30 for 30 on that entire donation (laughs) drive. That was nuts. But Steve, uh, let's get to let's talk about the show itself because they tried something new, right? It wasn't just the regular like uh, two people sitting there being like, "Here's your game. Here's the next game. Here's the next game." Do a drum roll. It wasn't that at all, Steve. It was a four-hour event. It wasn't four hours. Wasn't four hours? Was it three hours? It felt like it was it four was, hours. It wasn't three hours. It was two hours twenty. Oh, okay. It felt like it was four hours, but that's also that's not really a bad thing. I think it was just because I got right off of work and we we went right into it. Uh, but they did a very different style of a reveal where they had uh, we had at this like the entire broadcast. We had three Steves on, and I got very confused multiple times. We had Steve Sajam, we had Steve Tasty Steve, and we had Steve Ace King Steve. So. Too many Steves on the dance floor. Uh, Never too not, many Steves. You're right. Maybe not enough Steves on the dance floor. Uh, but you had them being the hosts and with a lot of shenanigans going on in the background of their uh, study. <laughs> and with each game that was announced, they would bring a figurehead of the community of the game. And then they would have an exhibition. Right? It was like a little like Evo teaser, if you will. Of uh, a set of, what, of what's going to happen. They did a first to two, Steve. What did you think about... Um, them trying this new thing. I am of two minds of this. You know, as a presentation, I really liked it. You know, it was a fun sampler to see, hey, for for people who who don't necessarily follow these games, it's a great way to say, hey, here's this game. All right, here's a couple people who can play this game at a high level and show off what's enjoyable about the game so you can see oh hey that's something i i can uh i like this 
let me follow that for the next few months. Or maybe even let me enter it and train up and see how it goes. I think the, the thing is, the vast majority of people who were watching the show were watching it to find out the games. Uh, so, going from that one-hour presentation in previous years with trolling and occasionally you'll see guys from Arc System Works in cowboy boots and cowboy gear for no reason. Walk, uh, riding horses into the sunset. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. I do. I can't get it out of my mind. <laughs> <laughs> but going from that to uh, you know, finding out staying uh, staying around for two hours to find out if your game's in the list or not, uh, that can be a bit off-putting. Um, I do wish there was it was restructured a little bit. So, like, maybe you had, like, this 30-minute section in the beginning that said, hey, here are all the games that are going to be going to be included. And if you're not familiar with them, as soon as we're done, we're going to have some exhibitions for each of these games so you can see what these games are all about and you can see what's enjoyable about them. If, if it would have went down like that, I think a lot of people would have been a lot happier. I, I do feel it was, as a show, it was good. As a reveal, it probably didn't hit all the notes it was trying to hit. Well, okay. So, I'm also of two minds about this because, and I mean, we, we sat through the entire thing when we thought, at least I thought it was going to be like one hour at the most, right? Yeah. And we were there until what felt like four hours. Uh, and it might just be a product of, you know, fatigue from our side or, you know, because we were expecting like one thing, we got the other and it just felt way longer than it should have. Um, but with that said, though, I don't think it was bad in the sense that it was super fun, like getting to see uh, a little bit of gameplay uh, and get to see like a couple of figureheads from the community and a couple of top players from the community showing like, if you have never attended EVO before, if you, are like, are new to the FGC and you're just like, hey, I've heard of EVO, it's the biggest fighting game tournament of the year, let me go see what this is about, and you get to see a little bit of it, like, right, it's like a, it's like going to one of them Vegas buffets, you can, like, take a little bit of Street Fighter Five. you can take a little bit of Skullgirls, you can take a little bit of Mortal Kombat 11, Type of Lumina, blah, 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 all the games I picked. Uh, it was super cool, and it was super interesting. But because of the because of the preconceived notions we had about the show, it felt like it was just taking forever. And to your point, I didn't think about this before, but yeah, if you're like a Blaze Blue player or a cross tag player or a player of anything that had a chance of making it in and you were expecting to make it in and you sat through the entire thing and then your game wasn't there, it's like, oh, well, there goes two hours of my life. I can't get back. <laughs> but uh, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, Look, I'm totally down for trying new things. I'm glad they tried this. I'm very happy with what they put out because it was very high quality in the sense of, like, I think I've said multiple times during our stream on Tuesday that, like, the camera shots looked good. The fact that they had Rick, Markman, and every time somebody talked about, like, oh, it's bigger than Combo Breaker, like, Rick would, like, do a cheeky look at the camera. 
Mark Mann was he, playing. He had a couple of those. He had a couple of those. <laughs> like when they announced, especially this, in free especially water. when this came up. <laughs> like, like, like I wish I would have downloaded the clip. Um, but oh, it was like this. Like as soon as they mentioned that. By the way, if you're going to Evo, if you're registered, you get a water bottle. And they're going to have free water throughout the tournament, which was a big complaint in previous mm-hmm. years yeah. that you had to buy bottles from the venue and they were more like expensive than gas. Yeah. yeah, although that that's an issue that's solving itself in <laughs> <laughs> unexpected ways. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, um, but it, yeah, and you know to fit to see that uh, one of the cannons knows what a Scotch Open is in chess. They were playing chess on the left side and they were going for a Scotch Open. Uh, was pretty interesting. Uh, Mark Mann was playing the Nokia N-Gage the entire time. Rick was playing a Steam Deck. Uh, it was cool. It was cool. I, I think one of the more interesting things uh, to come from that, uh, you know, just the... Oh, you mentioned the... We, we talked about the, the water thing. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm, I'm losing my mind slowly oh. but surely. Uh, also, yeah, somebody, I, I, somebody yeah, in our chat, ahead. somebody in our chat is asking what the early bird entry fee is. I'm assuming, and it, I it think I saw it was like eighty. 80. Yeah, it is eighty dollars. Um, that does not include a ticket to the arena so, finals, which mm-hmm. you have to buy separately, which is around eighty-five, if I if I remember correctly. Yeah. Also, something but, else of note. I think you and I are going to say the same thing. Uh, the arena finals, they announced. That it is general seating, which they haven't had for a while. That's one thing. What was the uh, other the, thing, Steve? The other thing is we don't know what games are going to be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, in previous years, they announced which games would have the Sunday finals uh, so that you know what you were buying your ticket for. This year, they, are, they have said that they are going to do the arena finals strictly based on entrant numbers. So I'm a, we're, if it goes the same path as 2019, which also had nine games, you're going one game on Friday, four finals on Saturday, and then four on Sunday. And it is simply going to be uh, ascending order in terms of entrance. So whichever has the least, Friday night. Whichever has the most, final game on Sunday. I'm still kind of shocked it wasn't like that before because it seems like that's the most obvious, right? Because you have more people, that means the tournament takes longer to run, <laughs> right? You have less people, it means the short, the tournament has shorter uh, time to run or a shorter, uh, you know, yeah, you, you get what I'm saying. You, you're picking up what I'm putting down. Also, uh, Money Green is asking, uh, is that $80 per game? No. So the way fighting games work generally, especially uh, Evo especially, is you pay an entry fee. That's to get in the venue, right? That's for them to pay for the place that we're in. Uh, then, on top of that, you pay what I'm assuming is going to be 10 to $15. 10 It is 10, 10. Oh, nice. Uh, we had this discussion a little while ago about like uh, raising that price, so I'm happy that they didn't just because I'm thinking about going, uh, and I need the money for it. Uh, so at each game you want to enter, you pay 10 bucks, and that 10 bucks goes into the pot. So, so if you... Yeah. If you enter three games, uh, it's $110 mm-hmm. plus uh, 
I think there's like a $2 fee if you want to do casuals, which they said is going to be a bigger space than the entire combo breaker venue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, have you uh, been to have you been to Mandalay Bay? Like when they had Evo at Mandalay Bay? I have Bay? not. Okay. I have not. So the Mandalay Bay Convention Center is absolutely massive. Uh I was there 2017, which was the first year that they did the event entirely at Mandalay Bay, and holy crap. There it, it was very poorly laid out because there was so much empty space uh where they could have had, you know, more uh setups and more stuff. I was completely in awe at how big this, the uh, the venue was. So the fact that they're sectioning off a bit of that, if not like sectioning off a giant portion of that for casuals, is super duper impressive. Uh, so I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah, it, it feels like between that and the water and the other little tidbits they threw in there, um, it feels like there's a big focus on quality of life mm-hmm. improvements. Yep. Which, knowing Rick, is not unsurprising. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the one point I wanted to make uh, with the reveal show is that it, I was, I was at the point where you know, after they gave us some great exhibitions like JDCR versus Knee, yep. was on there. <laughs> I was rooting for a two zero. I was rooting for less knee versus JDCR because I was like, come on, I just want to see the game. I just want to see the game. And I didn't have the wherewithal to go to IGN because they unfortunately leaked the entire list before the reveal show was over. And I don't know if that was simply a um, issue with with the embargo time or they thought it was the show was going to end at x and it actually ended at y and they released it early but the list was unfortunately or fortunately for those who like sleep Mm -hmm. (laughs) out in the wild uh before the end of the broadcast yeah um yeah and i mean i don't i don't think I could see this format working any other way, to be honest. Like, yeah, you could have, like, here's the list. Let's watch some exhibitions. But I feel like everybody's going to leave before the exhibitions. So, I don't know. It's it's tricky. I'm glad they tried it. I hope to see more things like that in the future, right? Because it's cool to have, like, a full show and seeing, like, more, more of an emphasis on the community, less of an emphasis on, like, oh, come to our tournament, blah, 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 right? Like, like, like how it was before. This is like, hey, look what's going to be at this thing. Isn't this attractive? Don't you like playing fighting games? I'm a fan. Now, um, well, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead. Cause uh, I was going to go on to the next thing, but okay. it sounds like you there have There is one last thing we have to do, one last bit of business we have to do with, uh, with Evo. Because we had a contest. Oh, that's right. I forgot. For, for everyone to make their predictions. Three people actually nailed nine games and got all the all nine games right. One of them I have disqualified because they already got a pizza for me. They're not getting man. So that's um, that eliminates Alon. So blue for life and Ronaldi Casey. They are the two people who predicted. The nine-game lineup 
100%. So, uh, I need you to do a favor for me. Um, a lot. I need. I put a link in the drive, or not the drive, but the planning sheet uh, underneath the tweet that you that I gave you. Uh, would you be able to pull that up on screen? It's coming. Un segundo. Because we are going to have to do a coin flip to see who gets this pizza. You know what, Steve? I don't think we need to do that. Why don't we send them we both don't? pizzas? Huh? Are, am I, are you sending me the money so that yes. I can send them both pizza? Yes, I will send you money so we can get both people pizzas. All right, Alon. Alon is the hero. We are giving both people pizza. So everyone who got it correct gets a pizza, and I get no pizza. It's okay, Steve. That's just how things work out sometimes, you know? Uh, but in all honesty, congratulations to both of you, and congratulations. Uh, well, not congratulations because you didn't win, but everyone else who participated. Uh, thank you for, you know, participating. Thank you for watching with us. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very fun. Our, it was fun. Now. Uh, now. I have no idea what's coming next. This we is, need to this... talk about something very important. Okay. And, Steve, when I tell you it's very important, it's pretty damn important. Because we've we've been looking at Evo, we've been looking towards the future, right? A little while ago, Street Fighter Six got announced, and then Capcom decided to make everybody, uh, make everybody sick to their stomach with their new legal licenses to run tournaments, and everything's been kind of up in the air. However, Steve, there is, have been a lot of breadcrumbs being laid about. And it's breadcrumbs regarding Street Fighter VI. And it's breadcrumbs regarding who is going to be in Street Fighter VI. Now, you've all seen, like, everybody uh, putting out lists, right? Like, oh, somebody saw this list from what looks like a reputable source. They're all wrong. They're all wrong, Steve. All of those leaks were fake. And I have one correct aspect of the next iteration of Street Fighter. We are going to look at what will be announced for Street Fighter Five or Street Fighter Six, sorry. And we even have a win, Steve. We even have a win. If you recall, when they did the review for Street Fighter Six, they said coming summer. Right? Coming summer. No exact date, nothing. Steve, let's let's take a deep dive into what they mean when they say coming in the summer. I even set up a special thing for us here today. Look at us, Steve. That's us. Chat, Uh-oh. say hi to yourself. Uh-oh. We're, we're, we're going Matrix. We're going, we're going Echo. We're now, splitting again. We're now, splitting again. Steve, we're going to let the wormhole go down because that's about as far down as we're going to go down this rabbit hole. We have a couple of things that we never picked up on. First, do you remember when the crossover between Street Fighter and Magic the Gathering got announced? Uh, that was announced. Uh, that was announced during Capcom Cup weekend. Or... Yeah, but but you remember it happening, right? It's a thing. Yes. So yeah, it's a thing. Let's take a look at some of the breadcrumbs that they have left us. 
right? And they have left us breadcrumbs in the most obvious of spaces. Obvious, obvious of places, sorry. And it is on the Ryu card. This is the Ryu card, right? Ryu, the world warrior. Now, I specifically want you guys to take a gander. And I have even a Telestrator tool here at my disposal. Let me go ahead and delete that. So, first, this is the mana cost of magic cards, right? This is a three. And the way magic works is you have, uh, much like in Teppen, you have an attack power on the left and a toughness power on the right. Toughness power on the right is your health. The number on the left is how much damage you deal. And in here, we have uh, special abilities, so you can pay a specific amount of mana to uh, cast these abilities during your gameplay. Now, there is a pattern here, Steve. There is a pattern here. Two. Four. Two. Four. You see this? You seen this? 24. 24. 24, right here. This is a 24. You take away that slash, that's a 24. You count two plus four, that's six. So six... 24, June 24th is when this announcement is happening. You got me? And it's happening in 2022 right there. It says it right there, Steve. Now, Steve, do you know what's happening June 24th, 2022? Uh, I believe you're talking about CEO. I am indeed talking about CEO, Steve. June 24th okay. through the 26th. So this announcement will take place at CEO. June 24th through the 26th, so June 24th weekend. Now, Steve, we don't know what the announcement is going to be, right? We just know that it's happening. And this is in the summer, and this will be in Daytona. It's 105 days from now, 14, 14 hours, 14 minutes, and 53, 52 seconds. So we know it's coming. We know it's coming. However, Steve, we don't know what it is, but there are even more breadcrumbs, Steve. Do you know what happened on June 24th? 1999. On June 24, 1999, Eric Clapton put a hundred of his guitars up for auction at Christie's in New York City to raise money for his drug rehab clinic, including his 1956 Fender Stratocaster named Brownie, which was used to record the electric version of Layla. Have you, have you ever heard that song, Layla, by Eric Clapton? Everyone has heard that song, Layla, by Eric Clapton. Okay, it is very well known because of a simple riff, and we're going to play it. And again, this is all, uh, like I said on the Tuesday broadcast, this is all transformative content and educational content, so this is fair use. If anybody, if anybody strikes us, we have the legal power. We don't even need to hire Ultra David for this. Here is the riff. I'm still going to mute it for YouTube. Okay, you don't have to, but we'll be all right. It, it's, uh, it, everything is under 30 seconds. It's under 30 seconds, so the algorithm or the uh, the electric ID stuff won't pick it up. But anyway, this is what the riff made famously by Eric Clapton and Layla sounds like. Right? Okay. We've all heard that riff. Steve, you know where else we've heard this riff? Where? In the album Dreamland by Black Box, this exact same riff is heard in this song. Right? You hear it? It's the same riff. Do you know where else this riff 
exists, Steve? Where? You're not ready for this, Steve. Let's listen to some Streets of Rage. We were listening to this song all day yesterday while we were waiting for the the Evo reveal to happen. Ah, this is legit, I think, one of my favorite tracks. It's so funky. It's called Keep the Groove. Keep the Groove in. Sorry. It's so funky. Very cool. Oh! Oh! Did you hear it? Did you hear it, Steve? I... I heard something very close. Did you hear it? Let's let's listen to it again. Oh. Oh. Oh, Steve. Steve. Okay. <laughs> we have a Streets of Rage character coming to Street Fighter 6, Steve. Now, which one? It's either going to be Alex, Adam, or Blaze. No, I'm just kidding. That can't be it. That, that's, that's too loose of a connection, Steve. We can't have that, right? We can't have that. It's too loose of a connection. Nothing lines up. Streets of Rage is a Sega property. It's not coming to Capcom. That doesn't line up. Okay? So let's go to another, another option. Steve, there's a band called T-Square in Japan. Here's how you know they're relevant. First... Formula One licensed their music for Japanese broadcasts between 1991 and 2000. So it's relevant because we like Formula One here. Secondly, here's what they sound like. This is a song called Travelers, by the way. You hear that? It's that same riff, Steve. It's the same riff. It's the same riff. Steve, it's the same riff. But... Even more so, Capcom has left us a big clue in this exact video, which is from a, a, a tour they did in 2016, Steve. In this very video, there is a very big hint for us, Steve. And anybody would just see this video and just gloss over it and completely miss it, right? Yeah, there's a little bit of a... Dis uh, yeah, you could, see, you could hear the lick, it's fine, but no. Capcom left us more. Let's see it. Did you see it? Did you see it, Steve? I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to highlight this for you, Steve. Let's watch it again. This person clapping, Steve. They, they were clapping on one and three instead of two and four, Steve. And you can clearly see that they were excited and they clapped multiple times. And that's basically somebody from Capcom going, hey, it's this video, Steve. It's this video. One more time. I do not. Steve. I... So we know it for sure it is in this video is where our answer lies. Okay? We know for sure this is this is where our answer lies. And Steve, there are a lot of things leading us to this answer. In the very end of this song, there's an improvisation part where uh, the person playing the iwi, which is the uh, electronic saxophone over there, uh, plays a specific lick, if you will. Lick is just like a, a, like a, a little line. Right, in jazz, it's like a little little riff, if you will. That's a, that's a lick. That lick is so famous, it's actually called the lick in jazz. In ja this has existed in jazz, and nobody knows where it came from. It's just kind of like a meme thing in jazz, right? And we could see it here. In every song ever made, this, uh, this lick is in it.
It's everywhere, Steve. Okay. It's everywhere. My content ID light it's just flashing before my eyes. This right is now. all this is all transformative and educational content, Steve. It's fine. Now, what is the lick? The lick is ba ba da ba da da da, right? And like I said, it's kind of a meme in the jazz world. But when asked why the lick is so popular, it said it has been popularized as it is easily adaptable into all keys and modes, right? All keys and modes are basically all the different keys, all the different uh, intonations you can play music in. It's easily adaptable, Steve. That means the character that is going into Street Fighter Six is easily adapt adaptable, okay? That's the hint. That's the breadcrumb. It's easily adaptable. Now, when we go back to that song, Travelers, by T-Square, things get a little clearer, Steve. Let's listen to what the beginning of the, the song Traveler sounds like. What does that sound like to you, Steve? Let's listen to it one more that time. sounds like Guile. It sounds like what, Steve? That sounds like Guile's thing. Yeah, it does. Oh, wait, this is the incorrect one. Anyway. Yeah. See? It's, a, it's in a different key, but it's Guile's theme, right? Now, Steve, if we even go a little deeper into Guile's theme, there's this section of it. Right? Right? Steve. Yeah. Steve. Yeah. Wanna hear it again? <laughs> okay. Wait. Following me here? This. Okay. Now, Steve, I even went one step further. If you take the T-square performance and you shift it down by a whole step and you slow it down by a half of a percent, it is indubitable proof. Steve, listen to this. This is both of them together. a major breakthrough and this is why we know that on june 24th the weekend of june 24th at ceo guile will be announced for street fighter 6 did i have anything else <laughs> hold on uh nope yeah that was it so <laughs> june 24th that Guile, was Street Fighter Six. That was a journey. That was a journey. There's even another piece of this journey, Steve. And here's no. why. Here's why, no. Steve. Here's why, Steve. Hold on. I wanna. I wanna get back to. I wanna get back to the lick real quick, right? 
I'm even pulling up my phone so I can play you some music here. Uh, no, it isn't. It's me just pulling up a keyboard thing. So, the lick. All right, here it is. Sorry, I just needed to do a soundtrack real quick. All right, here it is. Cool. That's the lick, right? Now, Steve, in jazz, uh, you see things as digital patterns, right? Where instead of saying, like, A, B, C, D, E, F, G for notes, you say 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, right? That is uh, one way of thinking about music. Hold on. Hold on. Forgot to bring this part up. Uh, okay. Yeah, that is one way of thinking about music. Just 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, right? And those are the... Uh, those are called digital patterns. Now, the lick is two, three, four, five, six, three, two, no, two, three, four, five, three, one, two, two, three, four, five, three, one, two. That's the lick, right? Two, three, four, five, three, one, two. Now, it's cool because it tries to resolve uh, from the five to the one, which is the dominant to the uh, the dominant to the tonic. However, it ends on the second, right? Which isn't a very wise note to end on if you're playing anything other than jazz, right? If you're playing anything other than jazz, that note doesn't make sense. So let's rewrite the lick real quick. We're going to do... Oh, sorry. It's one, six, one, six, two, three, five, three, one, right? One, six, two, three, five, three, one. One more time. One, six, two, three, five, three, one. Sorry, I got it backwards. Sorry, it's one, six, three, two, four, three, one. One, six, three, two, four, three, one. One, six, one, six, three, two, four, three, one. That resolves much better. That resolves much better, Steve. One, six, three, two, four, three, one. That resolves so much better, Steve. Now, Steve, I gotta tell you, when I, when I did this, when I did this, I was a little worried, Steve, because something happened. And I came to I'm a realization. I'm a little worried now. I came to a realization, Steve. Realization, Steve. Let's take a look at a number pad. Right, our new lick is one, six, three, two, four, three, one. Steve, what does that look like? One, six, three, Two, four, three, one. It's a presto motion, which is the raging storm motion for Geese Howard. So Geese Howard's going to be Street Fighter Six, Steve. One six three two four three one, Steve. What you didn't see it? Let's let's do it again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. One six three two four three one. Pretzel motion, raging storm. It's all in the writing, no, I'm Steve. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. That might encourage somebody to do something stupid. But, oh, my God. I'm taking one. I am taking one. Why? Just one. Is the truth too harsh, Steve, that East Howard yes. is going to be in Street Fighter? He's easily yes. adaptable. He's easily adaptable, just like the Lick. We see him in Tekken. Right? So, wow. with that said, 
we have three op we, we have three potential options for what's going to be announced one clearer than the other two for sure but it's either going to be a character from streets of rage east howard or the more likely scenario guile okay that seen. that aspirin did not go down well <laughs> That's what you get for taking pills on the show. All right, I'm not going to say that. I'm sorry. That's not what I meant. <laughs> Anywho, okay. Steve, that ends our little uh, trudge through uh, the world of Brett Little Thomas. trudge. Little yep. trudge. Yep. And now you know that we can. We know what to expect. Look, I was right all. Of, I was ex all right about the Evo stuff. Right. I've been right about Guilty Gear reveals. Remember when I said Chip was coming, and everybody was like, "Ah, oh, you're crazy," and he came, and he came. Right. Remember when I guessed. The exact dates for Tekken 7 Season 3. And it was completely right until they decided to change it last minute. If you recall. Because it was supposed to come out on the 6th. But then they decided to push it back a little bit. So. Guile. Street Fighter 6. CEO. Be there or be square. Oh my goodness. Moving on. Steve. Other stuff got announced. And this stuff comes on the back of some kind of heartbreaking news uh, about Smash not being at Evo. However, now there's details on the Smash tour. And what are those details, Steve? Oh, my goodness. We So yesterday, the folks behind the Smash World Tour... I, I'm sorry. I, my throat is still trying to recover from the Advil and the head is still trying to get unblown from what we just witnessed. <laughs> uh, but the Smash World Tour details for 2022 have been announced. Uh, if we can pull that up. Uh, the big takeaways are the season will run from March through December. Uh the regular season will actually run March through November. The finals will take place uh, the weekend of December 11th. The location of that final is to be determined. Uh, you'll That tournament will see finals for both Smash Melee and Smash Ultimate. Each field will be composed of 32 players of... The winner or the top scoring players from each region will automatically qualify. The other 23 players will qualify via a global leaderboard, and the final two spots will be determined at a last chance qualifier. How do you earn those points? Well, if you are familiar with other fighting game circuits, it's not that uh, unfamiliar. They've got three tiers of events, Platinum being the highest tier, the biggest events, uh, Gold being a step below, and Silver being similar to the Tekken World Tour's Dojo events in that you can opt in. Uh, tournament organizers to, can opt in, and depending on how many entrants these tournaments get, they can be... Uh, Divided into silver one, two, three, four, or even super silver. Uh, the points, again, similar to Tekken World Tour, will only count your top results 
from uh, certain events. So th your best three platinum events, your best three gold events, your best six silver events, and your best one super silver event will count towards the leaderboard. And if you do make it to the Smash World Tour Finals, you will be fighting for a share of a prize pool that starts at $250,000, which will be the largest single event prize pool in Smash history. Wow, that's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Um, there were a couple surprises to me when they talked about events. Uh, they're going to the Middle East this year. Uh, the uh, Virtuosity Smash Open in Qatar, which starts next Thursday, that is going to be their first Middle Eastern stop. Uh, they're also going to events around the world, obviously, including Cuba. They're going to have a Smash World Tour event in Cuba, which is really nice to see. Um, in terms of traditional FGC events, uh, Battle Arena Melbourne is in the lineup. Uh, CEO, a little surprisingly, is not. Neither is Evo. Evo, maybe not a surprise uh, considering the news we got, but CEO, uh, if you'll remember, to back to 2020, uh, just before everything went to hell, uh, CEO Dreamland was scheduled to be the first, or one of the first events on the circuit, and it was unfortunately, that well, they decided not to award points just before the event went down, so... Uh, I'm I'm a little surprised to see CEO not on the list, in all honesty. But beyond that, there's going to be a bunch of other events. If you are into Smash, you'll have plenty of chances to earn points. You'll have plenty of chances to make it to the finals and get a share of that quarter million dollars. Steve, that's a lot of Smashing. That is a lot of Smashing. That's awesome. I'm happy Smash finally has like a sanctioned... Uh, league tour, if you will. Well, there's still going to be a second one. A Whichever... Second? Yeah, because this has nothing to do with the Panda oh. uh, global circuit with that's uh, officially pos uh, partnered with Nintendo. Which oh. we still have heard nothing about. Mm. Interesting. Interesting. So... What... Uh... So you didn't see an event like the Big House. Big House was not uh, listed in here. Could mm. that possibly be part of the Panda Circuit? We Same don't with know. CEO maybe. CEO could be as well. Super Smash Con was announced as part of this circuit. So will that probably not be part of the the Nintendo Circuit? It's all still in the air on that in that regard. Yeah. Very interesting, Steve. Also, you know what else is very interesting? I just realized this. Going back to the sleuthing segment we just had. Oh, dear God. You know what else happens on June 24th of this year? I didn't even know this when I was putting this together until just now. Uh, what would that be? The Capcom Fighting Collection. You know, the thing with all the 
Darkstalkers and Red Earth. That also comes out on June 24th. So there's even more breadcrumbs. <laughs> we'll, we'll dive into those more sometime next week, maybe. If I can have the time to make a segment again. However, uh, anyway, going back to Smash. Again, uh, it's so... it. I feel like this this is one of those things that's like the panda it's almost like you ever watch the sopranos where there's like the the power vacuum when like one of the bosses gets clipped like I feel like this is what's kind of happening here it's uh the panda and Nintendo section events are trying to encroach on the Smash World tour so there's like this weird like power dynamic happening and whichever one's going to come out on top is going to come out on top uh it's interesting to have competition though like right like compet like capitalism likes competition or whatever whoever gets the better product gets the most money or whatever and then you know people who work for them don't get as much money well keep in mind it's not going to be true capitalism anyway they're a true open market because true one of those entries controls access to the product mm -hmm. very true uh and it is not the smash world tour side yep very true and at any point nintendo can just say hey stop it just like capcom has tried to say hey stop it to everybody else trying to run a local <laughs> uh oh, i'm never God. gonna i'm never gonna let them live that down that's pretty funny uh but yeah uh anywho uh i think it's very interesting that there's like the the big entity is like trying to encroach on what they've already established and have been doing so I'm curious to see what's going to happen in the future. Either way, if it leads to more Smash, I'm down. As long as it doesn't lead to less Smash, because then that's bad. Dang it. Steve, that wasn't the only thing that I also got announced this past week. There was... No, did you did you watch State of Play? I did not, unfortunately. I missed it. So, so I watched State of Play. Mm-hmm. Because I figured, you know, it's not going to be anything of note. Well, you know, I'll, I'll just keep an eye out to see if there's anything relevant to the show. But it's only going to be a 20-minute presentation. Not They just announced Street Fighter Six, and there's not really anything else big coming down the pipe. So I didn't have my hopes high for seeing anything that I could talk about on here. Nonetheless, we got a couple things we could talk about here. Um, I don't know which one you want to play first, but go ahead and play one of them. I'm sure when people saw this, like everybody in the internet started, the internet started going crazy. Steve, I wasn't there, but I can only assume. Uh, there, there were people going crazy. There are people loving what they saw, even if they weren't exactly familiar with what they were seeing. So we've got some JoJo. You could fight with a horse. <laughs> that guy's on a horse. <laughs> you could pick a horse. Now, the really funny thing is I have a friend who is a big fan of this game. Uh, to the point where they were grinding out and finding like all the broken stuff in this game and there's quite a bit of broken stuff I've seen In this game, so is it a faithful remake or is it like a rebalance remake? We'll see in the future 
Uh, there is there is going to be uh, some rebalancing. Okay. It also includes a bunch of characters, so this will launch with fifty. Wow. Playable characters. <laughs> That's a lot of characters. Ten of which are new. Wow. Star Battle uh, R. R. Yeah. Uh, it will now run at 60 frames per second. Actually, let me link this in chat. So this is a uh, thread from uh, Raito ADV, uh, who has a list of a bunch of the aspects that have been confirmed for this. Mm -hmm. uh, so it will run at 60 frames a second. It will have hips, hit stop and improved uh, input buffer. Oh. Who, who would have ever thought that in 2022 hit stop would be a feature? <laughs> I think that's pretty funny. Uh, but also, uh, the final card that I accidentally skipped there on the trailer is saying that it's coming early fall. And it'll be on the PlayStation 4 and 5, Xbox Series XS and 1, uh, Steam, and on a Nintendo Switch. So you could take your JoJo on the go-go. I have been waiting years to say that. Oh, no, no. <laughs> Steve, that wasn't it, though, was it? No, there was uh, another little thing. That got announced. Rated T for team. Rated T for team. The Cowabunga. Okay, this is kind of badass. I haven't seen this trailer yet. Damn, they even got the Game Boy game? Is that Turtles in Time? Yes. Okay, this is sick. I'm sold. This is. I'm sold. Is it the is it the arcade version or the Genesis or oh, Tournament Fighters? Alright. Oh, it is the arcade game. Nice. I'm a fan of the arcade game. It is... It even has the Manhattan Project? Holy crap. The true Chundle. This is... Chundle levels of... Of, uh... Now, the true question, though... Will it have... Online... And roll back netcode. So rollback has not been. Uh, I have not seen confirmation of rollback. There will be online play. Okay. Um. So there will be online play for. Uh, the arcade games, the Genesis version of Hyperstone Heist, and the SNES version of Tournament Fighters. And they have to make that designation because uh, both the Nintendo, the Super Nintendo, and the Genesis versions of Tournament Fighters are going to be included in here. So this... Why? Let me Let me go through it. The Arcade Original and Turtles in Time. Mm -hmm. From the NES, TMNT, TMNT2, uh, Manhattan Project, and Tournament Fighters. So all three versions of Tournament Fighters are in here. Uh, SNES is going to have Tournament Fighters and uh, Turtles in Time, i.e. the best 
mm-hmm. Turtles game ever. Yeah. Uh, Genesis version of Tournament Fighters and Hyperstone Heights. And the Game Boy versions of the three games. So Follow the Foot Plan, Back from the Sewers, and Radical Rescue. Wow. And this is being put together by Digital Eclipse. Who, Uh If you don't know them, uh, they are the company that did the SNK 40th at 40th anniversary collection, the Disney Classic Games collection, uh, Street Fighter 30th anniversary collection, Mega Man Legacy collection, and perhaps most importantly of all, uh, the 2002 Game Boy Advance release, uh, Disney's Kim Possible Revenge of Monkey Fist, which I worked at an electronics store and that game got stolen a lot more than you would expect Mm. it to. Yeah. Like, a lot more. Yeah, it sounds about for right. no reason. Now, Steve, this worries me, Steve. Digital Eclipse as a name worries me. Mostly because we know about all the issues that we had with the Street Fighter 30th collection. We know about all the issues we had with uh, the Mega Man Legacy collection, specifically when it comes to the games running. <laughs> uh, so, that's terrifying. So, I hope they do well. Otherwise, it's going to be sad times. I just want to play some TMNT tournament fighters. Dude, can we do can we do a Turtles in Time playthrough on this channel? Yes, yes, we will do that. We are committing to it now. Okay, you heard it here first. It's it's gonna happen. It's gonna be glorious. And then we'll have a tournament fighters tournament. <laughs> Honestly. I would not mind running it on here. Okay, we'll do it. We'll uh, we'll have a pizza as a prize. <laughs> That's our MO from let, now on. Let me, you know, uh, we'll we'll talk about that off, off stream because because I may actually want to do that. Not okay. just say it to to sound cool, but I think I I might actually want to do that. Okay, we'll have a tournament fighters tournament here on the best of five, and the pizza will be doled out to the winner. Second place probably gets a sprite. <laughs> oh man! Honestly, um, honestly, giving out a pizza for a Ninja Turtles game is on brand. So it, it does feel on brand. Uh, but yeah, we'll we'll make something happen. We will make something happen when this comes out. Oh, God damn! Anyway, on that note, I think we're going to call it since Elon's going to stuff his face and uh, not host the show anymore and just mm-hmm. rub it in my face that he won a pizza off of me. Uh, so I am going to say thank you to everyone for joining us this week. Uh, thank you to everyone who joined us during the uh, during the Evo reveal. It was, despite being longer than we expected, a lot of fun. Um, I'll, we'll, we'll figure out something else to do a watch along with, because that that was that was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm gonna send you the money tomorrow, Steve, for the pizzas for okay. the winners. So th- then I will hit up the winners tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So, um, with that said, for everyone here, and by everyone I mean both of us. I'm Ace King Offsuit. You can follow me at Ace King Offsuit. 
He's Alon. You can follow him at Alon121 on Twitter. Do you have any words before I say my words? You forfeit your words. Good night, Canada.